The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Now we're joined by News Talk's technology correspondent Jess Kelly to answer your tech questions. Get them to us on 53106. Uh, Jess, before we get to the questions, a big leak ahead of Samsung's next launch event. So <laughs> it's all out there. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, These leaks are getting earlier and earlier and more accurate and more accurate every time. Um, So those who sort of follow the tech calendar will know that there are usually two unpacked events in the tech calendar. So that's um, what Samsung calls their unboxing or their showcase events. There's normally one early in the year and that'll give us the S range. So we are now up to the S21. And then come August, September, there's usually another unpacked event that up until recently used to be where they'd unveil the next Note range. That was their phablet, the phone slash tablet, that has seemed to kind of disappeared from the face of the earth a little bit. And we're now expecting the autumn uh, unpacked event to take place on August 11th, according to Evan Blass, who is a notorious leaker. He's great at putting the information out there. And he's also uh, put out information that appears to include official renders of the Galaxy Z Fold 3. Um, It's thought that this is a foldable phone that could potentially um, facilitate the S Pen, which is the stylus. But it seems like Samsung is kind of putting a lot of faith in the fact that people will get behind these foldable phones. When I had the foldable phone, the Fold 2, I loved it. There was almost a novelty aspect to it. But would I go out and buy one? I don't think so because they're quite expensive. You still see the bit of the fold in the middle of the screen when it folds out. They're a little bit heavier, a little bit bulkier. And I can only imagine how much it would cost to replace the screen if it cracks, breaks or God knows what else. Now, in addition to uh, the foldables, they're also talking about uh, watches. Mm. And uh, you and I both discussed the early um, watch from Samsung and the battery life wasn't great, whereas the Huawei, which I'm currently wearing, for example, is giving me a lifetime battery life of three or four days. Yeah, this is a big issue that Samsung is up against. Um, It looks like we'll get two new watches if these rumours are correct. So there'll be the sportier one and then there'll be the more sort of day-to-day one. But they still haven't cracked the the battery life. Even on their watch Active Fit, which is their fitnessy one, uh, the battery isn't fantastic, particularly when you put it up against the likes of the Huawei. That being said, however, I'm wearing an Apple Watch and the battery life on the Apple Watch is nothing to write home about either. So this is something that big tech uh, companies Companies like Apple and Samsung will have to um, address at some stage because, of course, if you have the Huawei, it'll last for three or four days. If you have a Fitbit, you could get up to seven days out of it. So I don't really think it's acceptable to be scrambling for the charger after a day and a half or two days for a smartwatch. Okay, and there'll be earbuds as well with noise cancellation, according to rumour, according to leak. We'll talk about those products when they eventually uh, come into your hands, Jess. Mm -hmm. But the questions and straight away, one very relevant one. I received my digital COVID certificate this AM by email. When you scan the QR code, it gives a message, no valid data found. Is this a problem? I thought every phone can read it or will it be activated on July 19th, perhaps? That's uh, one. Uh, Another one uh, suggesting that uh, just received the new COVID digital cert, but it doesn't appear to be in a format that I can save to the wallet on my iPhone. That's from Jim. 
Okay, so firstly, on the Apple Wallet point, uh, Apple Wallets, you can't store a PDF in it. It has to be a particular file type. So what I would recommend you do is just save it to your phone. Rename it if it's not an obvious file type that you could find with a quick search. Rename it uh, COVID cert. And then if and when you need it, you can just swipe to the left and search COVID cert and it will appear. Um, The question on not being able to read it on your own phone as I understand it, um, that there will need to be a piece of software um, that will be used in airports and so on. Um, but also this all doesn't sort of fully kick off until July 19th. So that that will hopefully come into ah. play by then. So in other words, the people who need to read it, uh, and I presume that will include restaurants and as well as airports, um, they will be able to access the software. And I presume if they can do it, we can all do it and we'll be able to read our own QR code uh, with a, a second phone, for example, one phone reading another phone uh, when you've saved it to show that it is green, it is good, good to go. Yeah, like it's going to be nothing exciting. It's not going to be nothing that you don't know. It literally entail uh, or have your name, your vaccine status, what vaccine you got and the date you got it. And that'll be the height of it. Ask Jess, please. I'm working from home and I need an A3 printer. What would Jess suggest? That's from Gerard. So, Jared, there's a few considerations when you're buying an A3 printer, particularly for home use, in that they can run quite expensive if you, if you, if you, depending on the, the model that you get and the ink requirements. Uh, brother printers are excellent. Um, there is a particular brother one that uh, crops up every now and again. They all have dreadful names, but it's a brother business smart MFC printer. And it's uh, an A3, it has A3 capabilities and it uses the inkjet cartridges. So, I would go with either Brother or HP is another brilliant brand for this type of stuff. But just make sure that you are taking into account where you are getting the uh, the ink from and the cost that that will mm. be run up over time. Yeah, I mean, the main thing, I suppose, most of the A3 printers can also, you adjust the tray, I presume, yeah. and you can have the normal A4 as well. Uh-huh. Um, can you ask Jess another printing question? Can she recommend a colour laser printer for home uh, office use? So obviously not a huge throughput uh, not like a main office like the News Talk office, yeah. but a home office colour printer laser. Yeah, there is a brilliant, um, another HP recommendation. It's the HP Colour La- Color Laser 150. Um, and that is, it's a really decent sized printer in that it's not going to take up your entire office. Uh, but the, the clarity of the image uh, and, and the printouts uh, is excellent. So that is the HP Colour Laser 150NW. Uh, thanks to Jess for recommending the Huawei 6 band. Battery is brilliant, three to four days, music, etc. So thank you, Jess. So you can take a, a small bow. I will. Um, this is a question about a good camera, not too expensive. That's from Nora. I presume she means a standalone camera, not a, a phone with uh, a camera in it. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's almost difficult now to get a good camera that isn't too expensive, that is worth getting that's not your phone, if you know what I mean. The camera in our phones now are so impressive that you are a little bit hard pushed to find one that isn't going to break the bank and will do the job for you. Um, yeah, it's. It, but by the way, Jess, I, I mean, I have a small mini camera, which is standalone, which I rarely use now because I use my phone. But uh, when I used to take a lot of pictures, I had... Um, you know the single lens reflex type phone that was a thirty five millimeter one, and now you you get those in digital form. Yeah, it really de- it does depend on what size of camera you want. Do you want something you can stick in your pocket, or do you want something to take serious photographs and you're prepared to look after? I mean, you can't leave it under your towel at the beach because it's going to cost you. 
Yeah, 100%. So you could get something, like you could get one of those big SLR cameras that are very big, very bulky, and you would want to absolutely do your homework. And I would want to do my homework before I recommend one to you. If you just want um, the, the more standard compact camera that you can throw in your back pocket when you're going out and about, so as not to, you know, drain the battery on your phone or just have a different device, there's the Panasonic Lumix TZ80. And this is around the same size as your phone. It's a little bit thicker than your phone, but it takes excellent images from what I have read. And then there's also the Canon Ixus range, I-X-U-S. Um, they have ones pretty much for every budget, but again, they're nice and compact to bring out and about with you. Okay. Um, more questions. What does Jess think of the Microsoft Surface Laptop Go uh, Core 15, 8 gigabyte stroke 128 gigabyte platinum? We're a mature couple who run a small business with limited tech knowledge. That's yeah. from Gay and Wicklow. The Surface Laptop Go is excellent. I am a huge fan of the Surface range. I'm actually using the Laptop 4 as my main device here in work at the moment. The Go range of the Surface range is, it's slightly scaled back in terms of tech, but in terms of what what it sounds like you want to do with it, it will absolutely do the job for you. What does Jess think of the Withings smartwatch? Yeah, Withings. Yeah, so they Withings. Yeah, they make a whole host of technology. They do smartwatches, they do smart scales. They are good. And um, we actually reviewed one a few years ago because they were gaining popularity because they look like a traditional watch and um, they just have smart capabilities and fitness capabilities built in. But looking at it, you would not know in any way, shape or form it's a watch. I haven't reviewed one in a long time. I know people who swear by their weighing scales and some of their other fitness technology, but I haven't actually looked at them in quite a while. Thinking of get a Garmin Vivo Move HR. Any thoughts, Jess? Uh, yeah, the Vivo Move is it's one of the ones again that looks more like a traditional watch um, The you're getting the full capability of seeing your stats through the Garmin app I actually prefer the Garmin app to the Fitbit app when it comes to reading through your stats and getting all the bits and pieces that you want the fact that it has the HR it means it has the heart rate sensor in it so if you are interested in that type of data it'll be there for you but absolutely it's a great one and it looks like a normal watch which I know is a key consideration for a lot of people any experience of the uh, Sony PS5 headphones interfering with uh, the device itself? No, I haven't come across that now. That's interesting. I wonder if the, the, that's the wireless headset. So I'm not sure yeah. how or why that would be. It could be that there's too many devices floating around it. Maybe if you could just try and see if you can clear the field between the PS5 and the headphones and ensure there's no interruption that way. All right, Jess. And uh, one final one. I have an iPhone 6S. Had to replace the screen twice. I now often find it difficult to press the keypad, frequently pressing a letter many times. Thinking of replacing my phone, which is three years old, don't want a brand new model, would like a slightly bigger screen, but I just use my phone for regular use, not for work. Uh, That's from Rosie. So she get a brand new phone, but not a new model, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, you have a few different options. If you like the iPhone 6 and you just want a slightly bigger screen and a, a one that works, uh, you could get a refurbished device from the likes of minplus.ie and you can get an iPhone 8 or an iPhone 10 for a fraction of the price. Otherwise, if you wanted to move uh, to a brand new phone, you could look at the iPhone SE, which again would have a slightly bigger screen, slightly different design, but excellent spec. But it would cost you money than buying uh, more than, than buying okay. a refurbished phone. And a quick one. I don't have Wi-Fi. What printer is available to use off a smartphone to do some printing? 
you don't have Wi-Fi. So the issue would be putting the printer onto your Wi-Fi network. So I think what you'd have to do is put the printer onto a hotspot. So if you could turn a hotspot on on your your phone phone and then connect that way and then any of the new HP printers will do that uh, via Wi-Fi. Jess, Jess Kelly, our tech correspondent. Thank you very much for joining us.